Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A few years ago, you agreed to your new contract a few days into the season. Do you think there's any chance of that happening again this year? No. Okay. No. Are you disappointed that it didn't go far? You didn't go farther down that road this time. I mean, I can't. I can't do nothing about it right now. You know, uh, I got a. I got a season coming up in front of me, and, and I don't want to put any of our teammates in, in that type of distraction. They, they don't deserve it. And we had time to get something done. It didn't work out, so. Let's try to go back on baseball. We had a great year last year, so you know expectations are high this year, and we got to go out and, and and finish the job. Do they make you an offer? Yeah, yeah, but it didn't work out, and we'll see how it goes from there. All right, welcome in. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. Spent the last two hours with Mutt. Thanks to Mutt for letting me sit in. Had a lot of fun. But you heard Bogarts, and now we have an idea of what that contract offer is. As we get ready for opening day, less than 24 hours from now. Opening day at Fenway, I should say. We already had opening day, of course. But now the plot thickens with the Xander Bogarts contract situation. This was from John Heyman's article in the New York Post. Boston and star shortstop Xander Bogarts were even further apart in concept compared to Rafael Devers and in reality. Bogarts, a three-time All-Star and a four-time Silver Slugger Award winner who has an opt-out after the season on a deal that pays him $20 million annually through 2024, received an offer from Boston to simply add one year to the three he has left on the deal. Sources suggest it was for about $30 million in the extra year, bringing his total potential to about $90 million. So essentially, if you believe John Heyman's reporting, the offer that the Red Sox made to Xander Bogarts was only for one additional year and $30 million. And I know it's uncouth to talk about $30 million, but the reality is, for what Bogarts has been throughout his career, this is a by far below market value deal. So do you have an issue right now 
with this reporting, if it's true, if it's accurate, with the way the Red Sox are handling Xander Bogarts. 617-779-7937, the number. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. Again, 617-779-7937. So I understand the criticism of it from a John Heyman perspective where, oh, John Heyman, he's dialed in with Scott Boris. He's a Scott Boris guy. That's why this is getting out there. Don't believe what you hear. Or don't, in this case, don't believe what you read. It's all John Heyman and Scott Boris. This isn't true. I don't want to believe. I'm not with you on that. Because of the fact that he put the numbers out there, the Red Sox could very easily deny this report. Heim Bloom was on the Greg Hill Show this morning. Chris Curtis, we just played it for you at the end of the show. Chris Curtis asked him, why would you offer somebody a contract you knew he wouldn't sign? And he's referring to the Xander Bogarts offer because you know that Xander Bogarts was not going to sign this. In fact, it's almost demeaning to Xander Bogarts to just offer him that $30 million. And by the way, in terms of the annual average value, if he just added that $30 million onto his contract, he'd be making less money than Trevor's story. So when you add all those pieces up, this is an offer that makes you think, The Red Sox just don't want Xander Bogarts. And look, I can understand that rationale. I can understand why the Red Sox don't want to give Xander Bogarts a huge, massive contract in terms of $35 million per season for seven years or eight years. I can totally rationalize that because we all know, and it feels like we have talked about Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers' defense for like five months now. But we all know that Xander Bogart's not a great defensive shortstop. In fact, if you look at outs above average last year, he was at negative nine. The only shortstop that was worse for them in that particular category is D.D. Gregorius. So Bogart's was 35th out of the 36 shortstops that they actually measured last year in terms of outs above average. He is not a great defender. That's the reality of it. He's just not a great defender. When he enters free agency this year, he's going to be next year is going to be his 30-year-old season. So I understand not paying a shortstop that type of money into his late 30s. Totally can understand why they did it. And I understand that they already have Trevor Story here. And Trevor Story is a guy that next season could go back to shortstop. I totally understand where they're coming from with that. But here's the issue I have with the Red Sox as it pertains to this whole situation, this offer, which in my mind is a fake offer. This is not a real offer. This is an offer. This is negotiating with a player. You know he's not going to take the deal. But all you want to do from a Red Sox perspective is have it out there that, yeah, there was some back and forth between us and Xander Bogarts. We were trying to get a deal done. What I don't believe the Red Sox accounted for was that this actual dollar figure was going to get out there. So this is what looks really bad. That dollar figure getting out there. The fact that all you were willing to do was give him one extra year on the contract for $30 million, that is unbecoming. You should not be putting that out there. And when I look at it from the Red Sox angle in this, did you really think it wasn't going to get out there if you were going to lowball the guy this badly? So that's, to me, the part of this that just really aggravates me is I understand where the Red Sox are coming from in terms of their long-term process here not wanting to pay Bogarts. But with that being said, you've got to be more careful about the situation. Xander Bogart's a multi-time all-star for you. A multi-time Silver Slugger Award winner for you. A guy that has two World Series rings. A guy that essentially, since he stepped foot on the field for the Red Sox, has done nothing wrong. 
everybody loves Xander Bogarts. Have you ever met somebody that's like, you know who I really dislike? Xander Bogarts. No, nobody dislikes Xander Bogarts. We all love Xander Bogarts, right? And this is me, somebody that's saying, I wouldn't give him a long-term contract extension, but he deserves more respect in this. This is not the way that you should treat a guy like Xander Bogarts making a fake offer. If this was what you were willing to pay, if this is all the Red Sox were willing to pay, that one extra year of $30 million, they should have never put that on the table. They should have just said, hey, let's see what Bogarts wants. And when Scott Boris said, hey, this is what we want, just say we're not there yet. That's what the Red Sox should have said. We're not there yet. Let's revisit it. Because at least then, yeah, you get some backlash where people in the fan base and people in the media are saying, oh, we want Bogarts. Why aren't you signing him? You're cheap or something along those lines, which the Red Sox aren't cheap. That's that's a dumb narrative. But anyway, getting back to my original point, yeah, you'd be crushed that you didn't get or you'd be criticized for not offering Bogarts a big long-term extension like you're getting crushed anyway. But for this to get out there, I just feel like this is awful PR. I just don't understand how the Red Sox win in this whole situation. Why do you let this get out there, right? And I come back to the interview this morning with Haim Bloom. When Curtis asked him, why would you offer somebody a contract that they weren't going to sign? What's the point of doing that? And Haim Bloom didn't answer. He just told you, yeah, well, we like he gave you a generic answer about contract negotiations. He never said the report wasn't true. So don't you think, I believe at least, that if this report definitively wasn't true, I believe somebody in the Red Sox organization would have denied it because this is a bad look. Your franchise player, your cornerstone, definitely not your best player, but you could make a real convincing argument right now that he's the face of the franchise. He's the guy that answers a ton of questions. He's answered every question basically since he stepped foot here with the organization. Heck, I would think that he was, and I believe that he was more of a leader than Mookie Betts when Mookie Betts was here and he was the MVP of the American League. So I just look at this whole thing in the context of you really hurt yourself. You really did. If you wanted to get the perception of, well, this is going to be Tampa North away, this is a really bad way of doing it. And look, I love the Trevor Story move, and I don't believe the Red Sox won't spend money. I believe they will. I believe Xander Bogarts was, for example, if he was a plus defender, if he was like Carlos Correa, 12 outs above average. And if he was somebody that was like Carlos Correa last year, entered free agency at the age of 27, right? And he, he, the Red Sox could have signed him. I believe they would have signed Bogarts if he was that type of player, knowing that Xander Bogarts had already won two World Series for you. And in, in my hypothetical that he's still the elite hitter, but he plays defense like Carlos Correa, I believe they would have signed him if he was a little bit younger in age. So I do believe they'll spend money I just feel like this, to me, it felt like all they were doing was making an offer to make an offer. Or really, I should rephrase that. They were making an offer so it could be put out there that they were making an offer. And they didn't account for the fact that their offer may get out there. So that's why I believe the John Heyman reporting. Because why hasn't one person within the Red Sox organization denied this? We all agree if this is true, it's a bad look, right? If this is all they offered Xander Bogarts, one year at $30 million, we all agree it's a bad look. Even if you're with me and you wouldn't give Bogarts a long-term contract extension, right, in terms of giving him a 10-year deal and paying him north of $30 million, I wouldn't do it. But even me, who is on the Red Sox side as it pertains to Bogarts and not giving him that long-term contract extension, I'm on their side with that. But even me, this is stupid.
This is bad PR. This is unfair to Xander Bogarts. Think about it. Even if he realizes, hey, they don't want to sign me long term, to have this be the offer, I mean, geez, this is, it's really almost disrespectful in a way to Bogarts. And the thing that I keep coming back to is just from a human level, I feel bad for the guy. He wants to be here. And I look at it, I totally rationalize it, and I can comprehend why they don't want to give him that money. But he wants to be here, and this is all you offer him? I mean, geez, it is a horrible look for the Red Sox. And now you got opening day, and this is going to be the topic of conversation around the Red Sox. This is the topic right now is the Xander Bogart's contract situation. All right, 617-779-7937, the number. Brian Barrett, in for Mutt. We're with you. Or, I keep saying in for Mutt. I'm used to saying in for Mutt because I've been in for Mutt the past couple of days. <laughs> Brian Barrett with you up until mid. I had a lot more to get into. So there is one other contract situation with the Red Sox that we have not been talking about. Not Rafael Devers, not Xander Bogarts, but now we have a new contract situation that is front and center. We'll get to that next here in EI. The home for Sox fans. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Sox have their home opener Friday afternoon at Fenway. They'll open up a four-game set with the Twins, 2-10 first pitch. Joe Castiglione, Will Fleming have the call. Pre-game coverage starts at 1-10 with Mutt. Nick Pavetta on the mound opposite Joe Ryan. Meanwhile, Rob Bradford reporting the Sox haven't engaged in any contract conversations with Nathan Avaldi. Avaldi's in the final year of a contract with the team. He's making $17 million. The Bees fell to the Senators 3-2. They'll host the Penguins on Saturday afternoon. The season, the Nets open up their first-round series at the Garden on Sunday, 3.30 start time. Game 2 is going to be on Wednesday night. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time, what's the purpose of presenting a contract that has no likelihood of being agreed to? Well, again, I, I don't want to get into, you know, the, the truth or lack thereof or any of that about, about, uh, you know, anything that's out there. Um, look, I think every discussion you have, you know, with, with any player about these sorts of things, uh, the discussions start somewhere and sometimes they progress and sometimes they don't. Um, so, you know, obviously if, if these discussions had progressed, you know, we'd be in a different place right now. Um, they didn't. And, uh, you know, again, we'll, we're, we're excited to take it up again down the road. All right. That was High and Bloom this morning on with the Greg Hill Show. Unbelievable job by Chris Curtis. I got to give him a ton of credit. Not that I wouldn't give him a ton of credit, but I gave him a ton of credit for asking that question. Why? <laughs> That's so good. Why would you offer somebody a contract that you knew they weren't going to sign? Unbelievable question by Curtis. And this is why I come back to the people that want to push back on the John Heyman article because he gets a lot of his intel from Bogarts' agent, Scott Boris. That's why I would push back on the people that that don't want to believe this article and say it's just because of the John Heyman-Scott Boris situation. Well, Heim Bloom had an opportunity right there. He knows what Curtis is asking about. He knows he's asking about the article that pointed to the fact that all the Red Sox offered Xander Bogarts was one extra year in his contract at $30 million, and everybody knows he's not going to take that. Everybody knows he's not going to take that. That's why Curtis asked that question. Heim Bloom knows exactly what question or what Curtis is talking about when he asked that question. So if this offer wasn't true, Heim Bloom, by the way, could have at, at any point during this interview this morning referenced that, that, hey, the report in the New York Post isn't true. If it was definitively not true, they could have just denied it and say, hey, this isn't true. But they didn't deny it. Heimblum didn't deny the actual article in the New York Post. He just said, well, maybe we can figure something out down the road again. He just, it was a generic answer. He never said, hey, we didn't offer Xander Bogarts just a one-year contract extension at $30 million. He never said that. So that's what makes me believe that this article, the facts in this article in, that John Heyman was able to get are true. That that is all they offered Xander Bogarts. And that's what I circle back to. Anybody in the Red Sox organization after this article came out last night when I was on the air for months, somewhere around like 6 7 o'clock, anybody within the Red Sox organization could have denied this. Because I think we all agree that this is terrible PR. This is a terrible bad look for the Red Sox, even if you're on my side, that you wouldn't give Bogarts a long-term contract extension. Even if you agree with the logic it appears the Red Sox have with not locking him up long-term. Even if you agree with that side of it, you have to acknowledge this is horrible PR and it's unfair to Xander Bogarts for what he's meant to this organization, being a two-time champ, being a leader, this is unfair to him. You would have much been much better off if you just said, you know what, we couldn't really come to an agreement and we may or we will pick it up later on. Hopefully we can get to agreement. We couldn't come to an agreement in the offseason and not make that quite frankly, disrespectful offer. That's an offer where you know Xander Bogarts isn't going to accept it. So 
My whole theory on this is the Red Sox put that out there because they knew that Bogarts wasn't going to sign it. And if he did, you're like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. I can't believe he's doing this again. He's taking a significantly below market deal, and all we're adding to his contract is one extra year. Like, yeah, the Red Sox would sign up for that in a second. So if there's that slight zero 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 point one percent chance he signs it, great. If not, well, at least we can put it out there that we negotiated with Xander. They didn't think, they didn't account for the fact that the money was going to get out there from the Xander Bogart, Scott Boris side of things. And it got out there, and it looks really bad for the Red Sox. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Pauly in the truck. Pauly, where you been, man? I've been talking to a lot of Patriots the past couple of nights. I don't know where you've been at, man. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I miss it. Maybe I just missed it, Brian. But let me tell you something. You are the hottest working man at WEI. Every time I turn on the radio, you seem to be on, doing <laughs> double shifts and the, the whole the whole lot. You've taken the you've taken the title from uh, Mutt. You know Mutt used to be the hottest working man in EEI. Now you hold that title, Brian. I have to hand it to you. Well, thank you. Anyway, Mutt works hard. Uh, Mutt's got a lot of going on now. He's got the pregame. Yeah, God, you see, and oh, and you could just keep you could talk for hours. You know, without with, by yourself, it's just it's uncanny. I don't know how you do that. Well, Brian. that's why my mother used to easy. kick me out of the house. You know, Polly. <laughs> you are you are one hell of a guy, Brian. And you know, I love you, man. It's all complimentary. You know, what I mean it that way. Um, yeah, Xander Bogas is going to have to move to second base if that's what's in the, in the Sox plans. If they have a guy, let's say, if they think Story can play better shortstop, then that's the way it's got to be. I believe they should give him. He's got to be willing to do that for, uh, first and foremost, and then um, I, I think you know, three years, three or four years, and a team uh, year or two option, team option after that. That I, w- I wouldn't go any further than that. I know he was interested in a ten-year contract. Baseball uh, players make a ridiculously embarrassing amount of money, anyways, as it is. But ten years for a guy that's thirty years old is absolutely out of the question. He's got to be willing to either at least cut that in half in terms of length. If ten years is what he was he was uh, interested in, I, I'm only I'm only willing to go five, and I don't think the team should be either. Not at that age. If it was twenty, if it was twenty five, yeah, then you could perhaps talk ten. You could talk seven, eight years. You know, you know, but but you know, at thirty years old, ten is out of the question, Brian. Ten year contract. Yeah, and I think the problem too, Paulie, is at this point with Bogarts, he wants to get paid like a shortstop. So he, at this point, pride's going to get to you a little bit, and you say, okay, well, I can opt out of my contract. Somebody out there will pay him, Paulie. I don't think there's going to be this huge market because Trey Turner's going to be out there from the Dodgers. Carlos Correa could technically opt out of his contract with the Minnesota Twins, and Correa and Turner are both the better defensive players than is Xander Bogarts, and Correa's two years younger than Bogarts. Turner's around the same age. So I don't think there's going to be this robust market for him, but there's going to be a team he can find that's going to pay him the money he wants. Now, will he ultimately turn to a different position long-term? Sure, but he's not going to do that here with Story here. He's not going to stay with the Red Sox, take a below-market deal, have Story push over to shortstop and him play second base. It's just not going to happen. Well, if Story's a better ball player, I don't think he's going to have a, a, a choice. And Story is a younger, the younger ball, ball player, I do believe. Am I correct on that? Uh, they're around the same age. I well, mean, Bogart... Story is the better shortstop, though. Story's 29, yeah. They're, Story... they're the same age, but Story, I mean, Story came up later. I mean, Bogarts basically came up when they, he was like, I mean, in his embryonic stage as a baseball player. The guy was up in 13. It's crazy how long this guy's been in the league. Well, I think Xander could handle second base, uh, no problem. But if Story's a better, better defensive player, 
and they'll be at least have an equal equal uh, uh, ability to hit the uh, the baseball. You've got to go with your better defensive player to show yourself. It's one of the most important, but uh, the most important position in the infield. You win, you win this game up the middle. It's you know he's got to understand that if he and he, he's not one of the he's defense, defense is his range. Let's say is not in the in the in the range of the top shortstops in the league. And if you get a guy with better range and just as good hands, he's got to understand that. Be a man about it and move over to second. And maybe even if he wants to stay here. Take a little bit less to play second base. Yeah, but, see, Paulie, listen, but they're already getting paid. Yeah. They're getting paid a handsome amount of money. I, how much money does he need? Is this all pride? I mean, geez, well, I yeah. somebody who slapped me in the face and give me ten million a year <laughs> to move over. See, right, well, really, I mean, it was yeah. thirty million a year to move over to second base. God, I mean, that's ridiculous, and that's why I talk about with these, these not just the baseball players, but professional athletes in general. But the baseball players—they're the worst. They're you yeah, and well, union. Paulie, oh my God! I, it's a, oh. I appreciate the call, Paulie. As always, his line's open if you want to grab it at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The reality is, Bogarts wants to get paid like a shortstop. He's going to hit the market. Somebody's going to give him money, and I would argue that it's going to be a bad contract. The contract he signs because he's not a long term shortstop based on his defense. So when I look at it from that perspective, it makes sense to let Bogarts go. It's just the way they went about the PR here. And the other thing is, Bogarts is not going to move to second here. He won't. He's not moving to second and letting Trevor Story play shortstop. It's just not going to happen. And if he conceded that move now, it, we knew it was never going to happen this year. But if he conceded that move now, it would have hurt him going into the open market. So it's just not going to happen. That's the reality of it. And Bogarts is going to want more money than Story since it was his team and then Story came in. And I give Bogarts all the credit in the world for the way that he's handled this, right? <laughs> the guy called Trevor Story knowing that Trevor's story could be his replacement long-term. He called him knowing all that. I mean, that's what you're talking about, leadership. That's what you talk about, a guy that wants to win right now. That's why, from a human perspective, I feel bad for Bogarts. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Knox and Beverly. What's up, Knox? Hey, how we doing? What's up, man? Just, you kind of hit, hit on earlier what I was going to say about Xander, how uh, the contract that they offered him that uh, it would have, at an annual average, story would have been more. And that kind of just, like, ticks me off a little bit. I, I totally understand the defensive part. Uh, but, you know, Xander's been here, homegrown, has proved he can uh, do his thing in the playoffs, been part of World Series. And I, if I was him, I'd I feel pretty insulted. Uh, just ho- Hopefully it's just a negotiation tactic like you brought up. Um, but definitely, and I also want to, what do you think, like, how do you think Devers feels about this? Um, he's a little bit diff- different situation just because he's younger. But you think in the back of the head, he's kind of like, you know, the Red Sox aren't going to pay me and, and whatnot, and that might affect him. And also, like, future free agents in the future. Uh, yeah, wait, Knox, I, yeah, Knox, I appreciate the phone call. And I understand your point with Devers because we know the relationship with Xander and Rafi is really close. Those guys, Rafael Devers looks at Xander Bogarts as his big brother, right? I mean, he's the guy that's taken him along this ride the whole time, right? Took him under his wing when Devers first came up. So I understand your point on that, but this is what I'll say. If the Red Sox meet Devers at the price that he wants, which is clearly he wants to be paid more than $300 million. So if the Red Sox go to Devers with the Bryce Harper contract, as much as he loves Xander Bogarts, he's going to sign the contract. So yeah, it... I'm sure that Devers is not happy with the way that Bogarts has been treated, but when the Red Sox put that contract in front of him, 
if they get to that point, which I believe they should, you can't let Devers go, then he's going to sign the contract, even though he's still upset with the way they handled his friend. He's going to get it. If that offer is in front of him, he'll sign it. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Dave. Dave is in Connecticut tonight. Dave, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing well, my friend. A couple, a couple of things with the, with the Bogarts and the Devers thing. The, the, the biggest issue out here is, is Scott Boris. I mean, he's out there trying to tell, getting these, getting these players these ten-year deals. They don't work, for one thing. I mean, for, for the for the for the team. So, so is Bogarts worth thirty thirty-five million a year? Yeah, he probably is for the next four or five years. So offer him four or five at thirty-five, forty million. And he's worth it for that, but these long-term contracts they just don't work. I mean, I mean, some of these guys also have to start considering what if they get hurt this year. Like, like I look at my, Matt Harvey. I, I live in Mystic, Connecticut. He's from Mystic. Mm. Matt Harvey was offered from the Mets five-year deal, like thirty million a year, and he goes out and, and Boris, being greedy, trying to make more money for himself and his company. Oh, don't take that, Matt. Don't take that. We can get you more next year. Well, guess what? Matt Harvey got hurt. And what did he get? Now, now he's now he's out peddling drugs to to, to to young players in another organization. So, so I mean, th- this this whole thing is these agents they just want so much m- more money for these players and these long term deals. I believe Hyam Bloom is right here. Don't give him ten years; he's not worth ten years. Yeah, Dave. I mean, what, how about Pedroia? Dave, Dave, what I'm, happened to Pedroia the last three years? What, yeah. what, 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 do you, what do we get from him? Look, Dave, I'm with you on that. Now, I do believe that Devers is the exception of the rule because he's 25. So you're paying for you know all this. something. I I agree with you a hundred and ten percent. Devers is different. Yeah, he, be- he's a, he's a special player, and I think they should give him seven, eight, nine years. He's yeah. young, and right? that's why like the Juan Sotos of the world, Washington tries to get a yeah. deal done with them. They offered him thirteen years. You think about Wander Franco, they got a deal done with him. So this is where I think the trend should be, and I'm wondering if Hein Bloom starts to do this more because we saw it happen with Tampa Bay where these teams essentially sign these guys early on, where they're so far away from free agency that it behooves them to get a deal done, so that's life-altering money, right? So I do wonder this, Dave, if Heim Bloom was here, say, three years ago, if this would not yeah. be a conversation with now, right now with as it pertains to Devers, that they said, okay, let's get a deal done now and get out in front of this and yeah. so you don't get to this point with the player, right? Because yeah, Devers, is, Devers is different. I, I believe he's different than Bogus. I really do. Devers is... He's younger. He, he's he's got a lot more years left. But Bogarts, ten years is just it's, it's just too many years for a guy like like that. You know? Yeah. No, it certainly is, Dave. And I appreciate the phone call. His line's open if you want to grab it at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. And I do understand the Boris point. It's going to be weird too because Boris is going into next off season with potentially the two biggest free agents, depending on how things shake up. But Bogarts and Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa just signed with Bo, uh, Boris's agency last year. So Boris is going to go into next year with both those guys. So here's an interesting text from the 603. Devil's advocate, Brian, why doesn't it look worse for Boris and Xander that the numbers are now out there? Now the Sox know they can't negotiate with him in good faith because he's going to disclose a deal he doesn't like. Okay, that's a fair point that Bogarts and essentially more Scott Boris, but Boris is... But, excuse me, Xander is represented by Boris, so it's partially on him as well. It's a good point, but here's what I'll say. It'd be one thing if they put this out there and it seemed like a reasonable deal, right? It seems like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's a deal that makes sense for both sides. That's a deal that is fair to Bogarts. 
the problem for the Red Sox in this, that if the reporting is true, the problem for the Red Sox is that that cheap-ass deal got out there. That one extra additional deal, and in the totality of that contract, he'd be like making less money than what Trevor Story is making as it pertains to annual average value. So that's the problem the Red Sox run into. It's a fair point. It's a fair thing to say, like, well, Boris and Xander Bogarts are putting out it out there. Yeah, like, I, that's true. But they're also, if this, if you believe the reporting, which I do, because the Red Sox could have denied it, the fact that it was just one additional year at $30 million, that's the problem that the Red Sox run into as it pertains to this particular situation. And that's the thing that it just looks horrible for the team. It's bad PR, and it's just a horrible look. Horrible, horrible look. And that's why you have really got to hope. And I believe this team is really good. And we can get into the team in general in a little bit here. But one of the things that this team really needs to avoid is falling close to the trading deadline. They have got to be in contention or else this situation is going to get really messy. Now, Xander does have a no trade. So there's that portion to the equation as well. But this is going to look really bad on the Red Sox if this team is not good this season. They sit at 3-3. Three and three. They could have won a couple more games. They could have won, quite frankly, they're in all those games against the Yankees. The problem was the bats did not show up until the fifth inning against Detroit in the second game of that three-game set. So I believe they're going to be in contention all season long. The lineup is really, really good. At some point, they're going to get Sale and Paxton back. We'll see what Sale gives you, but it makes your bullpen stronger because you can bump Hulk from the rotation into the bullpen. So I believe this team is going to be in the hunt all season long. But if they're not, then this situation is going to get really ugly. Because remember, Nate's a free agent at the end of the season. Nathan Avaldi is. Kike Hernandez is a free agent at the end of the season. So you don't want to be getting close to the trading deadline with all these situations from a contractual standpoint. 617-779-7937 the number. Let's get to Sean. Sean is in Taunton tonight. Sean, what's up? A couple of things. Sure. Listen to you and Paul, you and Paulie in the truck going back and forth about uh, defensive range and stuff like that. Okay, he's an average defensive range positional player. No, below average. But it's off. Well below uh, average. Okay. Well, okay. If you if, if okay, we'll disagree. We'll agree to disagree. But, no, but uh, Sean, they, all the metrics tell you he's well below average. One of the worst in the sport. I don't know. Last time I heard about the metrics, he was average. I'm telling you right now, to his right, he's minus eight defensive runs say, or outs above average. That was 36 of 36. In general, outs above average last year, he was 35th of 36. But he wasn't costing you runs, though. He gets to the plays that he has to get to. No, no, he, he was. Like... Minus nine. Okay. But the offense still weighs it. And you mentioned leadership. He's the guy in the in the clubhouse, like you mentioned Justin Bedroya in the same same conversation with Paulie. He's the guy that like he's homegrown. He's the next Dustin Pedroya as far as leadership goes and stuff like that. So you give him like four or five years at like thirty two million and he'll be young enough that he could sign another contract with somebody else if he you know, if he performs. And can really collect uh, no, money. No, he won't. He won't, Paulie, because, I mean, excuse me, Sean. You brought up Paulie. That's why I said that. But he yep. won't be able to do that, Sean, because next year he's entering his 30-year-old season. 
if he signs a four-year contract, it's going to be to- on top of the three years he already has. He's going to be 37, 38. Okay. Okay. But I, I don't know. I just hate to see the guy go because he's he's homegrown and – I don't know, the whole small ball thing that, like... Uh, I'm with you, I'm Sean, but here, here's here's the question I'll ask you, because I understand your point. I'm with okay. you. I love Bogarts as well. I'm just pointing out the facts of him as a defensive player. I'll, I'll just ask you this question. If they don't believe yep. he's a shortstop long-term, right, how can they justify paying him shortstop money when they just got a guy that they believe is a shortstop long-term? That's the question I would ask you. So are you going to pay him, like, a second baseman? Because if you do that, Bogarts is going to leave. If you're going to pay him, like... A in anything but a shortstop, he's going to leave. So the Red Sox are really in a difficult position as it pertains to that. But if he sounds like he's the leader, the like you know, you and Paulie talked about. So say you move him to second base, but he's not going to do that, Sean. That's the problem. He won't do that. Okay, well, I'm just trying to figure out some sort of way, like maybe he could stay. I hate to see the guy go. Yeah, I just, uh, Sean, I think we just got to come to the realization. I, I understand your point. I understand why you're angry, and I appreciate the call. But I just think we have to get to the point now. I'm already here. I've already arrived in the spot where I know Bogarts is gone. Based on what the reporting was, there's no saving this. The relationship, they're not going to be able to come back from this. And I believe Bogarts is an incredible teammate. All that stuff's true. He's a professional, all that. He's going to try to go out there and have his best season because he's entering free agency at the end of the year. He's going to opt out. So I've come to the realization that Bogarts is gone. Okay? But the problem here is, unless the Red Sox... Well, I should say the problem is if the Red Sox play poorly, then it becomes a distraction. Then it becomes an issue. I would argue right now it's sort of a distraction. Cora says it's not. But I would argue it's a little bit of a distraction right now that these reports continue to come out as it pertains to both Bogarts and... And Devers. Now, clearly, it's not bothering Rafi. Rafi's absolutely raking. He's playing the best defense of his career. I get it early six games. But this is an issue that if the Red Sox play poorly, it's going to continue to come up. All right, 617 779 7937, the number. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. Oh, if you do want to wait on the C's, you can as well. I believe they took the worst possible road to try to get to the NBA Finals. If you disagree with me on that, you can weigh in at 617 779 7937. I will get to. An interesting report on why the Patriots didn't get to Bill o- go after Bill O'Brien in just a little bit. But coming up next, I mentioned there's another Red Sox that doesn't have a contract extension. It's not Devers. It's not Bogarts. And this one kind of worries me. I'll explain next here on EI. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star shopify powers 10 percent of all e-commerce in the u.s and shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, rothy's and brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries plus shopify's award-winning 24 7 help is there 
here to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back in. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. So if you do want to weigh in on the Xander Bogart situation, did the Red Sox handle this poorly? I believe they did the right thing. Like, they should not be giving Xander a 10-year contract extension. But the way this got out there, the fact that John Heyman had this reporting in the New York Post that all they offered him was one additional year at $30 million. Quite frankly, that's a slap in the face to Xander Bogarts, and it's disrespectful. It's unfair that that's the contract they offered him. If you're going to do that, don't even have, don't even offer a contract at all. That's the thing that irritates me about the whole situation is I can understand where the Red Sox are coming from, not wanting to give Xander Bogarts a long-term contract extension, but to make a fake offer like this just to say you made an offer, that's the problem that I have. That's just a bad look in totality for the organization. That should not be getting out there. So that's the thing that irritates me more so than anything else. And I do believe that this offer is real because why would Heim Bloom not just deny this when he went on the Greg Hill show this morning? All he had to say is when Curtis asked him that question, the only thing he had to say when he was asked that question is, well, that report that was in the New York Post, because he knows exactly what Curtis is asking him. All he has to say is that report's not true. All right, 617-779-7937, the number. If you do want to weigh in on the Celtics, did they make the wrong choice by taking on the Nets in the first round? That's on the table as well at 617-779-7937. But I did want to get to the other contract situation with the Red Sox that's not Devers and that's not Xander Bogart's. Rob Bradford, my guy, Bradfo, he had the reporting today that the Sox haven't engaged in any contract conversations with Nathan Avaldi. Avaldi's in the final year of his contract. He's making $17 million. So if you look at it, it's funny, too. Like, Avaldi's the guy that we thought, well, that contract's going to suck when Dave Dombrowski signed him to that deal, that four-year, $68 million deal after they had won the World Series. Well, it turns out that the Nathan Ovaldi contract has been significantly better. You've got way more return on your investment with the Nathan Ovaldi contract than the Chris Sale contract. But it's a very interesting question going forward as it pertains to the Red Sox and whether or not you want to bring Nathan Ovaldi back, right? Because if you just look at the rotation right now, the potential 2023 rotation, you still, of course, have to find out what you have in Chris Sale. You're still going to have to find out what you have in James Paxton. You have a club option for 2023, but you still get to find out what you have in the guy coming off Tommy John. And then you start to think about the fact that, well, is Tanner Houck's role, and we're going to find out more over the next couple of months with Houck. I still believe that his best role is in the bullpen as a bullpen weapon, like the way they're using Garrett Whitlock. So then 
you have to consider, okay, is Brian Bayo going to be up at that point? Bayo could be up this season. The way that we saw him in spring, I talked with Chris Hatfield from SoxProspects.com a couple of weeks ago, and he said he thinks he could be up as early as this year. The guy, if you're unfamiliar with him, 97, 98 miles an hour he's got. He's the guy that if you're, you're on Twitter, they did like the motion, his – mechanics are exactly the same as Pedro. I'm not saying he's got to be Pedro. I'm just saying the mechanics are there. But if you just map all that out, right? So, okay, Brian Bayo will be young. You don't know how many innings you're going to rely on from him if he's in the rotation next year. You do have Pavetta, and we'll see how Pavetta does this year. Last year, was it was okay. It was up and down. Sure, he stepped his game up in the postseason. He was much better there. But in totality last season, I would say he was fine. Last year, he pitched like a back-end-of-the-rotation guy. This year, he's been penciled into the number two spot with the sales situation, with the James Paxton situation. I felt like out of all the guys in the rotation, he was, if I was going to power rank how they did their first time through, I would put him fourth. The only guy I thought was worse was Hulk because Hulk only gave you three and a third. But Pavetta is somebody that, and look, Alex Cora left him out there a little bit too long, and I understand what he was trying to do with the bullpen, but Pavetta gave up 10 hard hit balls off the bat at 95 miles an hour. So he was not particularly great in that game. So I just look at it in terms of I know what I'm going to get with Nathan Evaldi. And I get it. He's in his 32-year-old season. But what I would do with Nathan Evaldi is considering the fact that he's had multiple injuries in his career, even with the Red Sox. Remember a couple of years ago, he had to have a procedure to have, what was it, loose bodies removed from his elbow. He had that twice done, once with the Rays as well. He's a guy that had two Tommy John surgeries. So I have to think that Nathan Avaldi has to look at it from the perspective as well as, okay, well, I've had a lot of injuries. Let me lock up one more contract. So what I would do with Avaldi is I would offer him high annual average salary, but small years. So I would give him like a two or three year contract. You look at the highest paid pitchers in the sport. Obviously, nobody's going to get Scherzer money. That's 43.3. That's a Steve Cohen deal. DeGrom's at 36. Cole's at 36. Bauer, who who knows when the hell that guy's going to be back. He's on the list again. 35.3. He's dealing with legal issues. Steven Strasburg, 35. Sales at 30. Zach Wheeler, who was a Cy Young candidate a year ago, is at 26. Verlander's at 25. So I would offer Nathan Avaldi a two-year $50 million contract, a two-year $52 million contract, High annual average value, but not the years because of the age on the player. Because I want certainty in my rotation going forward. I know what Nathan Avaldi gives me. He is a good starting pitcher. He is a number one in your rotation. Last year, he led the American League in war. This is a guy I want in my rotation, and we're projecting with all these other guys. I believe Bayo is going to be good. If you've seen his stuff, the guy's nasty. I believe Pavetta is a middle to a back end of the rotation guy. I have no idea what the hell you're going to get with sale long term, and I can't depend on the guy. And we know he's opting into his contract. He's never opting out, or not opting out, I should say. You don't know what the hell you're going to get with Paxton. Houck, I believe, is a guy that should be in your bullpen, not in your rotation. And Rich Hill's 42. So I would much rather have the certainty of having Avaldi for another couple of years. And if he's saying, no, nah, I don't want to do that, I want to go to free agency, well, at least try. At least try. And that's what pisses me off about the Evaldi thing. Rob's reporting. They haven't talked to him. At least try to get something done with Evaldi. Let's get to Dwight in New Hampshire. What's up, Dwight? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. Hey, you, you mentioned the New York Post. Yes. Yeah, so what do you? how do you believe the New York Post? Are they fake or false? Do I believe the report in the Post, about the Xander Bogarts one? Anything. Anything they've ever written? 
Yes. I, it's different, Dwight. It's This isn't a political thing. This is a sports thing. It's not like they have a slant. How do you know I was going political? Well, what do you mean? Like, do you think I don't believe anything that's ever been in the New York Post? I don't know. It's funny how you people from Boston always go for the New York Post. You go to the New York Post when it's sports. But when it is political, you don't. Well, I, I don't really talk politics that much on the air, but what do you mean? Well, how about the Hunter Biden thing? Was that true or false? <laughs> when did I talk uh, about Hunter Biden? No, no, I am, I'm talking about Hunter Biden. You, you love talking about the New York Post when it's all about sports, but you hate it when it comes to politics. Wait, when did, when, when did I, when, what are you talking about? What part of the show are you talking about? Nothing. I'm just talking about what you're talking about. Yes, I'm talking about a report in the New York Post from John Heyman, who just started working for the New York Post like two weeks ago. He reported that Xander Bogarts was only offered one extra year at $30 million. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Hunter Biden. I'm, I'm, I don't look at the New York Post and say, hey, because John Heyman wrote this in the New York Post, I'm not going to believe it. I, I don't understand your point. My point is, do you understand what's going on in this country? Okay, John. Uh, Dwight, I, I don't have the time for this. I mean, unbelievable. I really don't have the time for this right now. All right. 617-779-7937, the number. Did not think he was going that way with that. So now now we're talking about what to believe with Hunter Biden, the articles they've written about him in the New York Post, and what they've written about Xander Bogarts. Unreal. Well, Ethan, every time you work with me, man, I'm telling you, we get we some crazy calls. We, we have good calls. We get some crazy people. All right, 617-779-7937, the number. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. I do want to get into one more thing as it pertains to the Evaldi situation long-term. An observation I have about this team early this season. Oh, and I do need to get to this Bill O'Brien thing. We now have some clarity on why the Patriots didn't go after Bill O'Brien. We'll do it next here on EA. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.